Check, check, one, two. Check, check, one, two. Testies, one, two. Testies, testies. One, two, three. Circle jerk. Yeah. Circle jerk. Yeah. Circle jerk. 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 Damn, I'm like a fucking crunk over here. All right. Circle circle jerk. Circle circle jerk. Circle circle jerk. Circle circle jerk. That's the remix. Circle circle jerk. Yeah. It's not on the same one, so I can't do it. Circle circle jerk. Yeah. That's the remix. Yeah, circle circle. Just wait till the bass drops. No, the bass isn't dropping, but you know what's going to drop? What's going to drop? This motherfucking show. The following show will destroy your self worth with excessive expletives, overtly descriptive sexual deviance, and more desperation for external validation than any so called entertainment should ever be allowed. Two talentless losers who are about as insightful and provocative as a comatose jellyfish. Cinema Psyops. A tendency to deprave and corrupt those whose minds are open to such immoral influences and to whose hands a publication of this sort may fall. So if someone of a dirty bird gets hold of your stuff and it makes them a dirtier bird, then it's labeled obscene. Encouraging the lowest, most base, and animalistic of desires to all who will listen. Because we, as a society, have decided that a cinema psyops represents our base and vulgar impulses, and that acknowledging our use of it rattles our collective conscience. I was trying my best to make a positive impact in the lives of others, but secretly I was involved in a relationship that was taking over my life. Cinema Psyops. It was leaving me wounded and depressed, unable to even manage the relationships that mattered to me. Auditory vermin infesting every aspect of the human condition, spreading their filth and foul disease. The Black Plague Podcasting. Cinema Psyops with Court and Matt. to Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court. This is 230 weeks straight of this stupid shit. And speaking of stupid shit, sitting next to me in the booth is Matt. Why don't we ever do dubstep? <laughs> we, we could really drop the bass sometimes. I think that uh, my feelings on dubstep are best summed up in what uh, Deadpool 2, uh, what uh, Cable had to say about dubstep. <laughs> what did he say? I think he said it was for pussies or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Something great. <laughs> it's like, still is. Like, somebody said something and he said still is, even in the future. Like, fucking yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was, but yeah. I, I whatever. Yeah. There's always those times, like, if and I, I just want to state, I don't actually hate on dubstep. It's just not like it's not your it's not your scene. Yeah, and it's not that I have a problem with techno music, and it's not that I, pro- I have a problem with electronically made music. It's just that dubstep is like.
like it just it all sounds exactly the same there's somebody did a, a jerk thing i could never find this video again so either a they willfully removed it or something from youtube uh-huh. but somebody just threw it like uh i had a couple of marijuanas one time in my life and i was listening <laughs> to youtube just relaxing going to bed so last week uh, <laughs> well anyway <laughs> and uh and uh, i was listening to this video or like this video that just had like really relaxing like songs and tunes to it and i'm like this isn't half bad i'm gonna fall asleep to this and like i was really just right to a deep sleep and this asshole put dubstep right in the middle of this call me fucking music just to literally fuck with anybody who was using it and i've never i like almost shit myself <laughs> Well, it's always like, I, I don't know, maybe some, some dubstep fan out there is going to be like, no, it's different. Yeah. But it always has that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit. And then you wait till it drops. And then, <laughs> and then, your <laughs> nose, <laughs> then you're bleeding out of your nose. One right. eye's gone wonky. Right. Yeah. And while, while we're at it, while we're fucking bitching like a bunch of old fucking men that are pissed off at the get world. Get off my yard, dubstep. Get off my fucking yard and stop tapering goddamn fucking cargo pants. Yeah. Who? the fuck decided that tapered cargo pants were okay? That's fucked up. They've always been straight leg. Yeah. Straight leg cargo pants. That's how it fucking works. God damn it. Don't tell me that we as men can't wear cargo shorts anymore. That shit's convenient. I don't need it as much anymore because I don't smoke. But fuck, if you know Toby back when I was a smoker, that I only get two pockets for my keys, wallet, lighter, and a pack of cigarettes. I Fuck you, man. I needed cargo shorts, and I had them. Well, you know what's going to be turned into some fucking cargo shorts? What? The tapered cargo pants that I have. <laughs> that's right. Just cut that shit at the Fuck knee. Fuck them. Yeah. Because that's where the taper starts. Oh. I'm not a fucking general, and I don't ride horses. I don't it, want my pants tapered like that. Or, or if you really want to establish dominance, you just cut them right where the pocket ends, so it's pretty high short still, but you have the extra pockets. Yeah, but I'm fucking short, so where the pocket ends is still below my knee. <laughs> Uh, that way, you know what you do then? You just walk and you just establish dominance by staring people in the eye going, you checking out my knees? Yeah, you're checking out my fucking knees. I don't need to establish dominance. Wherever I'm around, people are uncomfortable. <laughs> they smell the psychopathy in me. <laughs> I don't know if they smell it as much as, you know, it's more of a visual thing. Or are you trying to say you, just your visual presentation assaults all five senses? <laughs> it emanates. <laughs> my psychopathy emanates off of me. God damn, fucking dubstep and tapered fucking pants. It's, yeah, fucking. The planet's on fucking fire. Yeah. World War III's getting started, setting even more shit on fire. Ooh, man, I mean, Jesus, how much has changed in a week? A week ago, we were not in fear of World War III being so imminent. And now, uh, well, I mean, imminent, imminent. It's like fucking imminent, imminent. God it was like it. a week ago, it was like, yeah, World War III. Ha ha, joke, joke. Ho ha ha. I'm sorry I brought it up. I just wanted to make the joke about how yeah. I'm not so scared about World War III in the end of the fucking world because if it means the end of dubstep and fucking tapered cargo pants yeah i'm fine with it get off our yard tapered cargo pants and dubstep <laughs> i don't care if i sound like a goddamn old man i'm tired of this shit i'm gonna get a truck i'm gonna sit in it i'm gonna record fucking videos about how pissed off i am <laughs> and put them on youtube and i'm gonna wake the world up yeah oh you gonna wear sunglasses while you do it mirrored mirrored sunglasses just like the killer in jello Ven- <laughs> in venice <laughs> that, the no, film actually, that we should be they talking about. They can't be the beard sunglasses. They have to be the sport sunglasses that people use when using like firearms or fucking their sister. Or both. Or both at the Fi- same fucking time. Fucking their sister with firearms. Yeah, yeah. Which is something I would pay to see. <laughs> 
<laughs> just anyway. for the record, I'm into that. Um, <laughs> so this week we're talking about Giallo in Venice, which is a very nihilistic, empty, vile, disgusting, horrific piece of shit film that I absolutely loved. Yeah, it was great. It was great. <laughs> it, it, if you really like boiled eggs, this is going to make you want one. Yeah, if you're if you're a fan of hard boiled eggs, yeah, you're going to want one of these. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's a guy. I, he must be quitting smoking, and that must be his way to get out of it. Possibly. Yeah. Also, if you're a fan of deviant sex, this is the film for you. Yeah. 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 If you want some deviant sex, this is it. <laughs> if you're a fan of consensual deviant sex, this is probably not the film for you. There's like 16%. No, no. 25% consensual. I think you're highballing it, but okay. I'll go with you to the it, maybe, uh, I would say at best 20. 20, 20%. 20% consensual deviant, deviant sex. sex. The 80% of it is non consensual deviant uh, sex. Yeah, but like 60% of that 80% is coerced, but not forced. Okay, I'll give you that. How about this? I don't know if I can go as high as 60. I'll give you 50% of that 80% uh-huh. is coerced, but not forced. Yeah. Deviant sex. Okay, I'll give you the 50. Okay. All right. All oh, right. Yeah. All right. And then there's like 30% of that, which is starting off forced, but then is just coerced. Yeah. Because it seems like these folks are into rape play in some kind of a weird way. In a weird way. Yeah. yeah. Well, well really, it comes just, down let, to no, one let's, woman let's who just wants to please a man she loves, and that man is not worth her love. Okay, stop talking about my fucking marriage on the show <laughs> god damn it <laughs> Oh, oh, I was, I was oh. talking about my marriage on this show. Oh, right. Oh, oh, oh. We we should probably get to the trailer. Yeah, let's let's take the break here. Yeah. Uh, we'll play the promo for the Legion podcast right, Patreon man. ad and some music that's befitting of Giallo and Venice. And I just put myself out. We're gonna have to come to terms with ourselves. And there's no fucking trailer, so Jesus. <sighs> this will keep us quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You call me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon. And for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. Dirt and your last name is Sleaze. You're a sex 
I got an excuse to play some Wendy O. Williams or the Plasmatics on the show. I'm going to do it, and that makes me feel a little bit better about the things that I had to come to term with earlier in the yeah. show. Hmm. Yeah, and when we're talking about a woman get, trying get, to please a man that she has no reason to love. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that got real. Yeah, real deep, real fast, which yeah. we won't have with the trailer. No. But that's our little discussion at the beginning kind of gave you an idea of what you're in for with the movie. So, yeah. I mean, there's no clips either, so let's just there's get into no, it. Yeah, this is all... Uh, I had to read again, folks, uh, for movie night and I'm not into it but all right <laughs> anyway we start out with a dude he's getting stabbed in the stomach and we see a woman More out like in the, the water hip, but okay. yeah but okay well, it's supposed to be the stomach sure yeah and a woman out in the water and then a dude wakes up in a cold sweat uh then we flash down to the dude who was stabbed well he's dead as is the woman who's out in the water who's been dragged ashore uh officials are investigating the scene and one detective talks to what appears to be the coroner uh we see that the woman has drowned and that is what killed her and the man was stabbed with an object that they could not identify they believe they found lsd in the man's pants pocket sure yeah I mean, stands to reason. Mm-hmm. Um, one detective has an officer question one of the nosy neighbors who's who is like staring at them yeah. with binoculars. Yeah, he's staring at them with binoculars, and then they send up like the oldest, most grizzled piece of shit detective on the face of the earth. And he kind of talks down to the guy to the point where the guy says none of his windows face out that way, so he didn't see anything. Even though they clearly did, because they, he was just watching he, them right there. Yeah, I know. It's like, all right. And the cop just gives up and apologizes for offending him and leaves. Yeah, so basically... Old cops are bumbling dummies. Even yeah. in Italy. Yeah, right? Uh, Venice. <laughs> Venice. Shh. Do you want to get, like, wrecked or something? I believe uh, Venice is in Italy, so we're I fine. I think so, yeah. Everything should be all right. Uh, the chief calls the detective in the next scene. And he says the case needs to be solved right away as it's high tourist season. So, and this is a young married couple. Yeah, and it also, because it involves drugs, they're suspecting that maybe the drugs are the reason that they killed themselves or someone killed them for drugs. Or... I mean, that'd be an amazing kill themselves moment right there. <laughs> that guy overtly stabbed himself 15 times in the stomach. I've seen weirder things happen. Probably. With bath salts. Drugs. <laughs> this is before even bath salts were a thing. Yeah. Uh, the coroner tells uh, the detective that there was cocaine in the man's system and the girl had recently had sex uh the detective says he believes this isn't about drugs but it is all about sex is what he believes and when he says that immediately yeah. i perk up and go okay this looks like this is going to be the kind of sleaze i can get into all right <laughs> if this is all about sex ladies and gentlemen this is the kind of movie i want to watch is anybody going to be snorting cocaine off of someone else's privates possibly yeah man all right. <laughs> Wouldn't be a first for this show. The only way to do cocaine. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, the detective visits a friend of the couple. Uh, she, while he's trying to question her, she's getting constant calls from a former lover who's really quite rude. Um, he's beyond rude. He's a bit psychotic and threatening and... Yeah. Uh, 
Sounds a lot like Matt with his first girlfriend. Dude, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see that bus rolling when I threw you under Yeah, it. no kidding. It wasn't my first girlfriend. It was that first 12-pack of beer I finished off, and I was really bad. It was empty. Sure. Yeah, well, I have a problem. <laughs> with every woman you've ever dated, yes. <laughs> Jesus. Well, all right. That's that far off, but that's for different reasons. <laughs> you abusive asshole. I was never abusive. I was just never there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. That's not the same it's, thing. I was an absentee boyfriend for a lot of times. <laughs> Your fathering style is pretty much the same. <laughs> True. <laughs> But I think that's for the betterment of the <laughs> the child. <laughs> <laughs> Might have helped me a little bit. <laughs> she uh, cannot believe uh, that uh, drugs were found in uh, the man's system. But then she does tell of the man's name is Fabio. She does tell of his sexual preferences with his wife, Flaviva. Fl- Flavia? Flavia. Flavia. The word pervert's getting thrown around a lot in this fucking movie. Yeah. The word, the word, the word, quote unquote, pervert gets thrown around a lot around here in like a negative connotation and also madman yeah <laughs> and madman pervert it, pig it's sex madness sure yeah, yeah that gets thrown around all right so the only issue i have with a lot of the stuff that's going on is the non-consensual yeah and or too. heavily coerced version of all of the sexual that, stuff that's the only problem with the sexual stuff that's the only thing that's wrong yeah everything else is above board fine if it was all enthusiastically consensual right but Unfortunately, a lot of it's not. Right. So find Fabio's a a real dick. I think he's got a heavy sadist, sexual sadist twinge to him, but we'll get to that. Uh, But like the discussions that are going back and forth, every time that Fabio is discussed by all these other folks, they basically reference all of his sexual predilections as being like this really demented, sick, twisted and perverted stuff. And the only thing that's really wrong with his sexuality is that he is trying to force his wife into this life. Yes. That's the big problem. Yeah. And she's kind of a waif and allows herself to be abused because she feels like she's in love with him. Yeah. Which is the real tragedy of it all. That is the real truth. She loves him, but I don't think he loves her. That's like 12 minutes of screen time that this woman is telling that story, and then they yeah. go and then into there's a more the, I'm getting ready for this yeah. story here. So she starts, she, when she says that, it kind of, we go into a flashback era. Thank you. And they're on a boat, and Fabio notices a dude is checking out Flavia. So he starts making out with her and like keeps like staring side-eyed the dude and they leave the boat and the dude has a sweater tied around his neck so he's henceforth known as sweater asshole and sweater asshole follows him i believe chad chad uh, chad (laughs) (laughs) so a wild chad appeared and uh is now following them off the boat sweater asshole probably fits him better yeah anyway uh yeah no i don't know what it'd be in italy shod I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the Chad. The, the Chad. The Chad. The Chad. <laughs> Sorry, anyone in yeah, Italy that's yeah. listening to this. Yeah, I don't know if we have any listeners in Italy, but if we do... I th- I can think of at least one off the top of my head, but I don't believe she's native. Oh, okay. Well, I, that's a, that's assuming that they still listen. Yeah. Um. So anyway, Sweater Asshole follows them to this alley, and they start making out there. Uh, they She suggests to find a spot in this, like... More than making out. Like, he pops her... Yeah. Uh, her underwear dress down yeah. and starts pulling her underwear down a little bit. And she's into it. And she's like, hey, let's go to this other little area that's like a almost like a 
like a boat graveyard. It's like she pieces likes, of boat. She likes the outdoor sex. Yeah. She just doesn't like the outdoor sex with an audience. Well, yeah, because they, they find a little spot that's hidden and they start boning. And while they're doing it, the dude is watching and she catches him and she does not look happy. It's also important to note that Fabio has noticed that this guy has been watching them oh, the, the whole time. time. He knows he's been following. Yeah, yeah he's, he likes, he's way into it. He likes performing for this guy to get all perverse and yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is one of Fabio's perversions. Yeah, so Fabio's dealing with this guy watching him, and he's all that, like... That's my fetish. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's exactly what he's thinking. And the minute he saw someone else sort of desiring his wife, he's all uh, like... I have a ragey direction. Yes, yes. And then his wife was like... I mean, I like dick. So she was all <laughs> yeah. into it at first. Yeah. But then when she watched the guy, she's all like, no. No, that's not right. But the meantime, the, the husband's all like... That's my fetish. Exactly. Uh, that night at dinner, Fabio plays suggestively with a clam with his chopstick. I thought it was like one of those like uh, breadsticks like those. Maybe I, the maybe hardened it is, breadstick. But it looked yeah. like really thin. So that's well, why no, I thought maybe th- a they, chopstick. Yeah, they're, they're really like thin Italy, over yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, w- w- whatever he's doing, he, it's obvious that the clam's uh, a vagina and, and his breadstick is a dick. Or something that's penetrating it. Yeah. I'm just saying that's somehow a clip. <laughs> The important thing to note, though, however, is the way that he's doing it, the very suggestive way that he's doing it is actually quite erotic. Yeah. And was kind of working on me, too. Really? I was like, well, fuck, man. Well, while it was working for him and you, it was not working for Flavia. Uh, She gets up and stomps off and goes to bed. Uh, She disrobes to get into bed. So, I mean, thank you, movie. See, I assumed it was working for her, and she stomps off to be like, okay, well, let's go. Oh, see, I thought she had a pissed off look in her face from earlier in the day, so. Well, either way, she was, you know, naked. So thank yeah. you, movie. So Fabio follows her, and she asks him to never do that again. Oh, Fa- so she was pissed off about yeah, that. Yeah, Fabio argues. See, that- I thought she was saying never do that again about the thing in the alleyway. No, that is what she was saying about okay. the alleyway. But I'm saying she's she's not going in there to have sex. She was pissed going to bed because. He was making that suggestive movement and had not apologized for earlier in the day. Mm, he's so, a good husband. What? He's a good husband. Jesus. Um, no. That's that's not where you're supposed to be going with that. Come on, man. <laughs> come, come on. Oh, God, it's another. Come on. Come on. Come on. I knew that was going to stick when we recorded <laughs> oh, yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Come on. Yeah, it's totally sticking. <laughs> this whole movie's a... Fabio throughout this whole movie is, come on! Well, first he's like, that's my fetish. And then when she's all like, no, he's like, come on! Come on! Uh, so Fabio is in bed with her, and he argues that sex must uh, uh, always stay changing. Uh, and um, and that uh, she wouldn't understand where he's coming from. She tries to make out with him and try to make love to him, and they're kind of grinding against one another. I don't know if they actually have sex, but he kind of stops and he gets up and he leaves and that pisses her off. I think he finished and then he got up and left. He might have finished. See, I couldn't tell. It's hard to tell. I, didn't, I thought, I didn't know if they're like making out and starting to grind and everything and he stopped it because he was like, this isn't what I'm into right now and she was, un, uh, but he could have just got off and left. It's it, possible that he either just got up and left her unfulfilled or he just got up because he was bored with the, um, normal missionary yeah. position. He wanted something a little more fetishistic and kinky. Well, he sits down he starts checking out a sex art book of like different sexual positions. <laughs> I, and 
believe that versions. was the Kama Sutra, but yeah. Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, because the drawings look like it was might it have the been Kama the Kama Sutra, Sutra because yeah. one of them was a woman humping a rhino's horn. Yeah. Yeah. So it could have been the Kama Sutra. I didn't look, you know, I wasn't seeing the cover of the book, so. I know like horny means horny, but yeah. like a rhino's horn seems kind of dangerous. That seems a little excessive. Yes. I'm yeah. not one to kink shame anyone. I'm just worried about your safety at this point. Yeah, I think safety-wise, that's probably not your best choice. No. Um, anyway, as he's doing this, he also goes underneath his birdhouse that he has and does some coke. So When you say goes underneath his birdhouse, he, gra- he digs underneath. Yeah, he digs underneath there to grab the coke. That's where he hides his drugs. Yes. Under the birdhouse. As he's doing all this, uh, she is masturbating. Which is a whole bunch of thank you uh, movies. Yeah, it's, that is that is some, that, that lasts for a while. That is something. That, that is that's my fetish. Yeah. And that would give you a, I have a ragey direction. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I was watching that and I'm all like, mostly because I put my penis inside of you bareback and I'm going to fuck it to death. <laughs> Uh, anyway, as uh, she falls asleep, he comes in and he starts whipping her with a cat of nine's tail. That's my fetish. And she is saying, no, no, stop, no. And so then he stops and he lays on top of her, starts making out with her. And then this is one of those core sex because then she starts getting into the sex part. He beats her. Yes. And then after she basically begs him to stop, he gets so worked up that then he jumps on top of her and he's going to fuck her. Yeah. But she doesn't want him to but then somehow he coerces her yeah into doing because it. it starts just being sex yeah where she's even into it it's such a cute movie for that i don't know man just it's kind of like when we were doing the commentary on the sins of sister lucia where they show it's sexual assault at first yeah exactly and then they come around to liking it yeah it's so fucked up and that's when i said coercion it's yeah it's different than like come on baby it's my birthday coercion yeah it's or like, like mental like, it's the, mental abuse coercion yeah, or just like keeping going until they just go along with it to get you to leave them alone. It's not so much, come on, coercion. It's more mental abuse coercion. Yeah, I don't I don't know how else to describe it other than it's basically sexual assault that they just allow to happen because they get tired of fighting. Yes. And then eventually are somehow into it because of magical cock or something. I, yeah, it's, it's fucking disgusting. This is the kind of thing that goes through a whole vein of 70s exploitation. And chauvinistic, and some of the porn pornography of the day is like that too, where yeah. the women and it, they used to call it seducing, but yeah. it's it's coercive and it's fucking assault. Yeah, it's sexual assault. It, it's fucked up. Uh, Marisa, we go pra- back to the present day, and Marisa is on uh, the family, the friend of the couple. She calls a man, and they have to meet now. Uh, we also see now the cops are listening to her calls, and that it the, she's being she, her phone's bugged. Uh, she leaves, A uh, one of the old grizzled cops goes into her place, checks it out. He listens to her ex-messages, and it's all also about... Also records them, too. Yes, it's all about her being hit, you know, belonging to him, and that she, you know, she's a slut, and all that kind of stuff, and uh, did, just did horrific while, shit. Did you notice while Dumpy Old Cop is kicking around the apartment, he leaves very obvious clues that he was there? Yes. Like, he leaves that pillow, and he steps on, like, off to the side, and, yeah. like, crooked. Leaves footprints everywhere. No one said they were good at the jobs. Yeah. Well, again, old cops are bumbling dummies. Even That's in right. Venice, Italy. Yes. Um, he, then he finds a note and the note says to back off of those perverts or I will kill you. So if I had a nickel for every time I got a note like that, I'd have like 25 cents. If I had a nickel for every time someone told me to back off of you like that, <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I just assume when someone sends me a note that says back, back off, off those perverts, perverts I, <laughs> I assume they're talking about court. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> uh, Marisa meets with a man named Marco who knows the detective uh, in investigating the case very well as that detective has been trying to put him away into prison for many years. Uh, he then asks if she brought the pictures. She said she did not and he tells her that she needs to either destroy them or bring them to him. Uh, then we see that old grizzled cop is there listening to their conversation just kind of sitting off to the side but also in an alleyway there's another man who's creepy fucking looking. She ex- tells Marco that she's scared of her ex who's been calling. It's uh, important to note that the guy that's in the alleyway has super mirrored sunglasses yes. because the film uses those mirrored sunglasses to its advantage in some of the shots really really well. Yeah. The alley's the first one that they do. You can tell what he's looking at because it's a reflection of that couple talking. Yeah. The Marco Polo guy and uh, the lady who... Marisa. Marisa. They're sitting there talking and the, that's basically what's in the sight of both of those lenses. Yes. Uh, her ex is apparently was an art student who she seduced and she states he's dangerous. Marco suggests she go on a vacation. So thanks for the help, shithead. Um, <laughs> Weird that this guy wouldn't be helpful. I know, right? After being all weird and threatening and yeah. saying something about pictures that need to be destroyed. Well, anyway, we see the cops have these pictures, more like slides, and they show a bunch of orgy action with the couple. Thank you, movie. Yeah, right? Marisa, uh, Marco, and then a mystery woman. Now, um, all the people that are in the pictures are getting it on, and it looks like enthusiastically consenting. Yes, it looks like everyone was happy to be there. So the police are looking at these slides for evidence. It is evidence right now in a murder. Yeah, but he doesn't need to look at every single slide. You never know what you might find. Sure he does. He has to see what's going on. Right. Yeah. Has to. Police work. Sometimes it ain't pretty. Old cops are bumbling dummies. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, um, so the coroner comes in and he's, uh, they are questioning why would someone go through the, you know, the work to drown a woman only to drag her and place her gently on the shore. Um, yeah, our main egg-eating cop just can't let that go. Yeah, and the cop is constantly, the our detective, uh, he's constantly eating a hard-boiled egg. Constantly. In, like, mid-conversations, he has people dig him out of his pocket and throw him to him. Yeah. Like, it's like this weird, quirky thing that he's supposed to be doing. Like I swear the, the guy's trying eggs. to quit smoking. He's just, this is it. This is how he's doing it. Maybe he just likes the taste of meat in his mouth. Meat? Eggs are meat. I guess, kinda. I mean, it's protein. Um, <laughs> Maybe he just likes a little bit of white protein in his mouth. <laughs> uh, we discovered that the man was killed with very large shears, like so large scissors. Um, yeah, they said something about um, fabric, or they go through a bunch of different industries that it would normally be yeah. used in, but it's like excessively large shears. Yes. Um, the creepy dude uh, is kind of in this fucking bummed out area, and he buys a prostitute. Now, we're talking mirror shades creepy dude. Yeah, mirror shades creepy dude. They start making out with one another and she's like really going to town and he's kind of going to town on her and then he stabs her right in the vagina with a pair of scissors. He's like hate fucking her though. Yeah, with those... No, but like... Well, well, before that with his fingers? Yeah, he was finger fucking her. Yeah, but he was like really being very, like very violent. Oh, very aggressive. She should have definitely 
maybe gotten a hint that she needed to run. Yeah. And then when they jump to the actual stabbing in the crotch with the scissors. Yeah. Like there's a couple of scenes where they're doing the stabbing and it's very clearly fake. Uh And like the hair is very obviously glued on what's supposed to be pubic hair. Yeah. But then there's a couple of other shots that are at a different angle that actually look pretty realistic Another thing they do really well with this movie with these ultra violent scenes is the sound effects. Oof. Yeah, it's very Uh, squishy. Yeah, it makes you not do well at a stomach, man. It's just like, oh, okay, that's enough. Yeah, but like he's mutilating her vagina on screen with a pair of scissors, yeah, like it's, stabbing. Uh, when you take it all and add it together, yeah. it's pretty fucking gross-tastic. Yeah, it's a horrendous fucking murder, even yeah. though like parts of it looked fake here and there. It's But the parts that look fake are made up for by the fucking sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, there was a couple of sequences where they were using the actual actress's legs and it looked like maybe a cut pair of scissors. Yeah. Like to, to make it look like she was being stabbed and then they had fake blood coming out and that uh-huh. was the stuff that was really grody. Yeah. Ooh. And I'm just like, I wouldn't let that metal object near my crotch. This lady was brave. <laughs> yeah, man. No shit. I don't even care if it's a rubber cast thing that's cut in half. Like, I would probably be like, no, we're not doing this. No, thank you. Well, anyway, this kills her. Duh. <laughs> and uh, You we... would hope she would at yeah. least be put out of her misery because that looked awful. Yes, and the Cops are investigating that crime scene. The detective has Marco and Marisa in his office. The hooker was the other woman in that orgy. So now he's talking to the only two living people from that orgy. They both claim to have alibis for the murders. And Marco, he brings up the drugs found in Fabio. Marco claims that you can't pin that on him either because he left the drug trade years ago. So that's why the detective's always been hounding him. It was probably he was dealing drugs. Sure. Well, the detective and the coroner talk about trying to get inside the mind of Fabio, who is a, a pervert, a sex maniac, and a drug user. I mean, the only thing that's wrong with that is that he was coercing his wife into doing things she didn't want to do and forcing her to do things she didn't want to do as well. Exactly. Uh, Everything else is perfectly fine and relatively healthy if he were to find a way to get enthusiastic consent. And here's one where he doesn't get any consent, because we do a flashback, and Fabio's looking at a book of old porn pictures, and he gets all done up and he goes up and he pretty much rapes his wife. Because there's not at one point does she say yes. He Uh, bends her over and he rapes her. Okay. He's looking at pictures of people engaging in anal sex. Yeah, so yeah, he... he, And he wants to do it. He gets worked up and that's what he starts craving. So he decides he's going to hump his wife's butt. She's actually into the way he's coming on to her at first. Yeah. But then he tries and she basically says no. And and then he tries again and she screams no. Then he basically tries to force her and he kind of gets where he needs to go. Yes. And she calls him a pig and screams no. And then he really thrusts it home and she screams in pain, calling him a pig and says no. And then at some point they make it look like she starts enjoying it and liking it again Ugh. in the film. They do. I know. It's fucking wrong. He still anally raped her. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's raping her. Yes. Yes. But they try to sell it as she eventually decided she was going to like it. Yeah. Which is really fucking wrong. Ugh. It's not an easy movie to watch. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking rough. Then they cut to a porn theater where Fabio and Flavia are watching it. It didn't sound like a porn. It sounded like know, it man. was it like a murder like... mystery because there was gunshots and stuff. Were there? Off. Because yeah. I heard like moaning most of the time. Well, there was a woman like yelling no or something like that, but it sounded like it sounded like it was a crime film that they were at, like oh, an maybe. actual crime film. Well, whatever. They're watching a movie and then they start making out in one of the seats. Well, he purposely has her move over one seat because he's trying to say that the guy sitting in front of him is blocking his door. Yeah. But really, he wanted to push her closer to the to guy another, that's in the there's same There's another row. dude sitting there. Yeah. Well, they start making out and kind of really going at it and he's letting the other dude uh, touch her. Well, the guy's watching for a little while. Yeah. And then 
then but he starts touching like upper but thigh. before before he starts touching her though fabio looks at him like they look at each yeah. other and he kind of gives him like this like go ahead nod yeah and then the guy reaches out and touches her shoulder and then she kind of like turns and looks at him and makes him stop but then fabio while he's making out with her grabs the guy's hand and yeah, puts, puts it on back yeah and puts it back there and just basically goes like go ahead yeah and then that dude takes out his dick and starts jerking off right there on screen yeah like right there just rubbing that fully circumcised like cut all the way down <laughs> no fucking foreskin just like red fucking rocket cock clips all of it i don't fucking care that's what it was damn sorry dude i hope this actor's not alive that you know, if he is fuck it uh, <laughs> he was brave enough to jerk it on screen so more power like, to and you. you never know he might be uh only speaks uh italian so you know he doesn't he won't know what we're saying watch this he's like probably like this famous fucking actor uh, i know just like he's like fuck you guys yep uh anyway um a old woman visits the detective and tells him that flavia had been visiting a man in her neighborhood so he finds the man and we see that this is the dude who woke up in the cold sweat at the start of the movie we find out that this man is her ex-boyfriend she left him and married fabio almost right away because as he says it she stated she was very much in love with fabio he said she became unhappy with all the things that he was making her do and we see like a flashback where he's talking to her and she and he says, you know, he pleads with her to leave him. And she says she can't because she's in love with him. And he even offers to kill Fabio for her. So, and he even tells the cop that he offered yeah. to kill Fabio for her. Yeah. Like, he's just like, yeah, I would have done it. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, dude, the cop may be a fucking moron, but he's not that fucking dumb. Even Don't the say cop's that like, shit. That doesn't make you look good. <laughs> yeah. Even old cops are bumbling dummies. Even yeah. that fucking cop was just like, dude, seriously, you should probably not say that sort of thing to the police. <laughs> when the police are off Offering things that make their jobs harder, yeah. you are an idiot. <laughs> He's like, just be glad we're not in America right now. You'd be tased and dead. Oh, that guy wouldn't even need any rights. All they would have needed was the old lady to say that they go visit the guy and they'd find a way to pin it on him in America. Yeah, exactly. Um, then we have a scene here um, where uh, this uh, the uh, Fabio's kind of like hiding behind a corner, and this paid, like grocery boy comes in delivering the groceries. She starts seducing the kid because her robes all open. She's it's nude. important to note as well here, she doesn't want to do it. The door rings. He's yeah. like, come on, you have you to. You have to, yeah. You have to, hides. come on, blah, blah, blah. Basically, she's just like, come on! Come on! Come on! over and over again and she's like protesting to do it and then she just decides that she's gonna have to then she answers yeah. the door mace, well, then she, basically nude she sits down and he comes over to her and she asks for his age and he's like 17 so it's like you're a man so age of consent over there must be 17 I, I believe so yeah. um, I think it actually might be younger than that but that's uh, that's not the important part yeah. here alright well anyway she answers the door with her nighty halfway open and is completely nude underneath yeah. it's like this pink robe she has him follow her to the kitchen to, and help. Then to help unload the groceries and then when she sits down her robe just comes flying open oh, yeah. and he can totally see what's going on even though her well, back is even more him. than that she uh, does his pants and starts jerking him off well that's when she goes and yes. sits down she yes. takes him over there and then but she starts using she her starts hand on him jerking him off and then she kind of brings him down to her level so they're face to face and you kind of get the feeling like she's gonna just bone him and then she kind of looks off into the distance and just just tells her then she tells him that she's very busy and that he needs to go and he gets up and he leaves yeah, well, she you, lost her nerve. She didn't want yeah. to do this anymore. Well, you, and, and that pisses off Fabio because he marches right up to her and calls her a bitch. Yeah. What a fucking dick. 
dickhole. Oh, but he's a good husband, man. No, he's the shits. She loves him so much. He's the drizzling shits. And he's such a good husband to her, He Matt. should be put underneath a bus and fucking ran over. This is not abuse. This is just a marriage, man. Somebody should tie him to the back of a car. <laughs> okay, I'm being a bit facetious here, obviously. Yeah, obviously but, you are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the film does a really good job of es- establishing this like whole pattern of abuse thing that's going on between Fabio and Flavio. Well, Fabio is probably a sex... Not probably. Fabio is definitely a sex addict. He's an addict in many ways. I think he's a sex addict. I think he's a drug addict. And he's got these things and... He, you know, I think he's a sexual sadist. I don't yeah. think he can get off unless someone is being sexually tormented in some way, shape, or form. But... You yeah, maybe, but I also think he can, he can get off if she'll if she were enthusiastically doing all these things. I think he'd still be into it. That's why I'm thinking. I don't think, he would. A se- See, I don't think, I think he would. he's a sex addict because he has a great time in the orgy and it looks like everyone was there, you know, doing their own thing. Yeah, but he looks like he has more fun whenever she's being abused and mistreated. He likes to watch that. He gets. Off I think on there's that. part of it there, but I think he's also just a sex addict as well. I think he just wants to try a lot of different sexual things and unfortunately. She, you know, she's not that speed, but she's got this infatuation for him that she thinks is love. Maybe he, at one point in time, was just into sexual exploration and wanted to try a bunch of different stuff. But no, I think... By the end of it, maybe you're right. It's no, definitely a sexual full, sadist like, thing. Yeah. He went full-blown, because he's been exhibiting tendencies for sexual sadism and very, very serious sexual sadism, to the point where he had to whip her before he could even get off and be enjoyed to have sex with her, which is the sex with the two of them. He is enjoying forcing her to have public sex uh, or have sex in public for someone to witness because it gets uh, gets him off to know that he's basically forcing her to do it but also at the same time she's uncomfortable doing it and then in the theater where she basically he basically let that guy like fondle her and jerk off or basically forced her to allow that to happen like he's it's escalating to where he can't be happy unless she is receiving some type of sex that she is not wanting like unless she's being assaulted in some way shape or form or being harmed sexually speaking, he can't get off. I, I don't know if we're at that point. Um, no, I'm saying it escalates to that. I, I think so by the very end. I think it's at that. But I also just think he is so... I mean, for lack of a better term, sex craze to the point where it's unhealthy for him and anybody who's with him, unless they're at his level. If he found somebody at his level, where well, I think this would be disconnect, but if he right now at this point found someone at his level who was as you know interested in the different sexual things he's interested in, I think he'd still be way into it. It's just he doesn't have that person, but he, you know, he would still need someone to be humiliated or maybe forced to do things maybe at sexually. one point, maybe he would need a, a sort of uh dom sub type thing that yeah. is what he needs that is what he wants yeah but i'm at the point where i think here where the stuff that he's exhibiting the the type of behavior that he's exhibiting here he wants a sub that he can tell them to do things for his pleasure to watch and enjoy and he wants them to not enjoy it now if they're not enjoying it as part of their play as a sub who is you know like reluctant and doesn't want to do it and is like disgusted by it but it's part of their play then sure fine but i just feel feel like the further he goes, the less consent is something that he is going to be even remotely concerned about. Like once he 
he anally rapes his wife to get off, like all bets are off. You can't say that he's not. He would find well, someone that would be yeah. good as well. Yeah, like, he's definitely a sadist. Yeah, he just loves causing her torment and pain. Well, that, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Well, Marco calls Marisa and states that they need to meet at her place and need to talk. Uh, cops are listening, and also creepy dude is following Marco. Um, creepy dude with mirror sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Marco uh, tells her that she is probably being followed and listened to by the police. She states to him, but she doesn't bother her. She has nothing to hide, and can he see the same? Uh, and pretty much insinuates that she could destroy him with her info. She Then he hits her. She calls him a coward. Then he throws her down and says he knows what they need, and they have fucked up core sex, because by the time you get into it, it seems like she's into it. In the 70s, they would have called it seduction. Smacking someone around isn't seduction. I well, mean, the 70s it was. <laughs> especially in Europe. Well, then uh, creepy sunglasses dude watches through a window as she rides Marco out. Okay, she's riding on top facing him. Yep. Then, then she the, turns around the, and does some the, reverse cowgirl. Yeah. And that sequence where she's totally into it, that is a thank you movie. That, that, that I'll say hot. that's a thank you movie part, yeah. Holy shit. Because, yeah, she was... She was Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, Marco leaves and creepy sunglasses dudes follows him. He confronts him in front of his, I guess, home where he was going into, and he shoots him in the stomach. He like then, six times. Yeah. Then he douses him with fucking gasoline and lights him on fire while he's alive. Yeah. A guard sees this and chases after creepy dude, fires, hitting creepy dude in the hand, but he still is able to run and get away. He shoots him in the hand holding the gun, so the guy drops the gun. Yeah. Had. Yep. And then so he goes back and puts out Marco uh, with a blanket, and we see Marco's fucked up, but still alive. Did you notice that you could see the actor's eye underneath the mask yep. that was supposed to be uh, all burned uh-huh. up? Yeah. They didn't put the makeup on to cover it up? Yeah, and one eye was moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other one was obviously a fake eye that was yep. all burnt. But that was like, still pretty cool. No, I mean, for the time frame that it was in and for like the quick shot, it worked really, really well. I just noticed that, that the eye was moving underneath the makeup and everything, yeah. and then I noticed the mask, and then I was trying to figure out how they made the mask, and then just kind of took me out of it for a oh, second. Geez. <laughs> but like, not in a bad way, not yeah. where I'm like, oh, this fucking movie, I'm like, wow, they really tried on this, but man, that didn't quite work. <laughs> didn't pull it off completely. I thought having the free eye moving around was kind of cool. It was, but you could see the completely unburnt skin on the eye, and then where the mask ended. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the cops talk about the gun, and how the assailant must have been hurt as they found blood at the scene. Uh, then they are pretty much, cons- like, they know it's the ex of Mar- Marzia. Um, then we see our creepy sunglass dude, he attacks Marzia, and knocks her out. You know, beats the shit out of her, knocks her out. She wakes up, and she's tied to the kitchen table he starts cutting off her leg oh come on you're cutting out so much shit here that's really good stuff all right all right go ahead oh, jesus christ man Okay, he gets into the apartment, yeah. and he's chasing her around, and she's fending him off and doing pretty good fighting him. Yeah. Like, she goes until, into another- well, Until he gets her down on the ground and straddles yeah. her and starts smacking yeah. her. and then he beats the living shit out of her. Yeah. And then after she's knocked out, then she comes to, on the kitchen table, completely fucking nude. Yeah, she's completely naked. Yeah. Although she was naked when he was attacking her, pretty right. much. She just got out of the shower yeah. trying to scrub off the fucking drug dealer that was left behind. <laughs> right. Um. So, when she's on the table, first he starts going through her kitchen 
kitchen cabinets looking for something to hurt her with. Yeah. One of the sequences, he's looking at the knives and you can see the knives reflected in the sunglasses that he's wearing with his eyes and they very carefully do it. And the way that they do it, he pans his head down holding onto the knives and he looks at her. And in one of the scenes, one side of the lenses actually is reflecting the knives. The other side is reflecting her body. And you can kind of see on in that shot, like his thought process of, do I use either of these two knives? And it's a really cool fucking shot. Yeah. And then he goes digging through another drawer and then he finds this like rusty old fucking hacksaw with this like fucked up handle. And he gets this glimmer on his face, like this like fucking little weird grin. And then he sets it on top of her body, basically like telling her when she's awake what's going to happen. Yeah, he was laying it on her, caressing her with it. Yeah. And then the sequence is cutting back and forth when what's about to happen. But like, it's really important to note that this is the scene where the sunglasses reflecting what he's looking at and what he's doing really pays off and really becomes kind of harrowing. Yeah, well, let's get to the point where he starts cutting off her leg because, oh, the, the sounds effects there just... I have a ragey direction. Well, no, nah, I didn't, but... That's did, my fetish. No, not for me, it wasn't, but oh, God. If you want to watch ass and eat popcorn. I thought I was going to vomit. <laughs> really? That made you sick? The, the sound effects did. <laughs> Were you, like, watching it with headphones on? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah the headphones, I was pretty submersed. I was like, oh, it, it goes on for a while. Yeah, and they actually have some, like, fake musculature things pop yeah. up on the fake leg and there's some sequences where he's cutting on a fake portion of her actual leg where they do like a makeup effect yeah and like you got full-fledged like badge and bush shot right yep. there and a couple of spots i'm like do i see some labius major there <laughs> that little clit sticking out of that, that, no, that i wasn't that i wasn't looking that close oh, i'm that. looking i'm really looking i'm zooming in on my projector screen like i really need to see the detail i need to know what's going on in you these shots the deets. <laughs> right and at first i was like making the excuse that i wanted to take out look at the closer look at the effects yeah to kind of like judge how they look and then i'm like i'm kidding myself everybody's gonna know so i'll just admit it (laughs) i wanted to see the devil behind the bush yeah Well, um, she passes out or dies. I don't know. She might have just bled out. No, she passes out. She passes out and uh, it uh, from the pain. And yeah, that was all pretty grody. When we cut to a main show. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. She passes out from the pain. He stops. Yeah. Puts the knife down, yeah. takes off his glove and like slaps her in the face to wake her up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So she screams even more in pain and then he goes back to work. Yep. Yep. Yeah. What a fuck. And then they cut away, thankfully, like what yeah. felt like 35 minutes of leg sawing oh, later. Jesus. Yeah, it's fucking grody, man. The maid comes in and she's cleaning up and she has groceries and she goes into the kitchen to put the groceries away opens up the fridge and we find her all all her limbs cut off and Marisa just dead in the in the fridge. We're back to Deadpool 2. That's what happened to his girlfriend. She got put in the fridge. That's right. <laughs> We're back to Deadpool, how he looked after he got exploded in Deadpool 2. <laughs> and uh then he had to drag it back in a duffel bag. <laughs> sure. Um so so anyway, the police are there and the detective cannot understand that after being so brutal with all these other murder victims, why was he so gentle with Flavia, bringing her just up on the shore after drowning her? Yeah, this guy's fixated on that and eating eggs. Yes, and he's fixated on the, the fact that there have been five murders, and but the first two don't make sense to the other three. Um, they find out that the gun that they found 
at the scene of the of Marco's murder was registered to an and uh, Andrea Karen. Um, they visit him and hey, it's creepy dude uh, with the mirrored sunglasses. Uh, as they are talking to him, they see his hands bandaged. He's saying he cut himself, but they check and it is a gunshot wound that matches the gun of the guard. I'm pretty sure that the police need uh, some type of a. They had a warrant. Yeah, but like, does the warrant cover his physical body? I think it covers anything. <sighs> I don't We're know. using movie magic on this one, I so it covered that, anything. Honestly, I don't know how the laws in Italy work, and it yeah. wasn't too far from a fascist state at this point in the 70s anyway. <laughs> so, so anyway, mean, the warrant covers everything. Regardless, the police catch the guy by pulling off the bandage, and it turns out it's a 9mm gunshot wound, which apparently this cop knows what gunshot wounds look like. 9mm gunshot wounds look like. Hey, he's he al- a damn good detective. He also knows like the complete history of all the various types of guns and organizations that use 9mm bullets mm. in said guns. Man, he put in the hours. He's grizzled detective. I'm actually just impressed that the screenwriter took the time to put all that information in for right. us. Right. Um, they get him back to the, you know, the the, the station, and they're they really, they uh, he's leaning into him, trying to interrogate him, oh, but he's staying, he says he doesn't know what you're, you're talking about. Uh, they take off his mirrored sunglasses, he's, like his eyes are red because his, he has light sensitivity to his eyes. Right, which is why he always wears the sunglasses yeah. even at night. Not so he can, so he can block out the visions that are in his dreams. It, it really, the guy, he just, he's He's not giving anything up. He's saying you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. I would never do that until the forensics crew find the shears that were in a closed drawer. Um, he freaks out and like starts trying to run away, but they hold him down. And he explains how he hated them all and he killed them all because of what they did to her. And you know they're talking about Mert. He's talking about Mertzia. He he thinks that they you know turned her dirty or whatever. And then he says he asks about Flavia why. He's you know, he was so gentle with her and he said he didn't kill her or her husband that someone had beat him to it. And, uh, he almost sounds pissed off that he didn't get the chance. Yeah, he, he was, he was, he was like, yeah. someone beat me to it. And, uh, he even says, well, I've already confessed to three murders. What would be two more? I'm not, I just, I'm going to say I didn't, I, but I didn't kill him. And by the way, while he's in, interrogating him, we get a nice little flashback to the orgy live action when it was happening. Yeah. Stitch so pictures. thank you movie. Thank you movie. Uh, the detective, uh, wants to, then check on Bruno again, who is the ex-boyfriend. Bruno comes into his place and he sees the shears covered in blood on a table. As he's kind of staring at him, the detective shows up. Bruno tells him a story that uh, Flavia and Fabio had recently reconciled and they were going to go out, uh, like Fabio apparently turned over a new leaf. He wasn't asking her to do crazy things or wasn't being terrible anymore. Or something along those lines, like he had stopped and he was trying to recover. Yeah, and they were actually going to work on redecorating their home and he said one of the items that they bought to redecorate was for drapes and it was a large pair of shears so the fact that he knows this the detective arrests him the detective is now back at the scene of the crime because he still doesn't know why you know you know exactly what's happening he talks to that old man again and being very nice to him the old man says what he saw well the old man offered the original grizzled piece of shit detective to sit down and the guy got all like i don't want to touch your fucking filthy yeah he doesn't no i'm not sitting down i'm not sitting here i'll stand thank you one. Yeah, the detective sits down. He's very polite to him. He accepts like the offer of tea or something like that or whatever. Yeah. Like he accepts the guy's hospitality. So therefore the guy automatically opens up to him. Yeah. And he said what he saw. He saw Fabio arguing. Uh, they, he wanted her to do something else again. He's trying to convince her. Uh, she says that he needs help, that he's he's crazy. He's acting like a madman. And then after a while of arguing, he, he, he keeps pushing like the, you know, you don't understand.
understand me. What I'm doing is kind of courageous. I'm I'm investigating, or I'm, at some point, goes, I'm researching about research, yeah. man. I'm researching man and and what we are and who we are, and it's noble. And it's like fucking shut up. You just want to watch your wife be abused, you piece of shit. And then he finally says that he will get help, and she gets very excited. He goes, "Of course, I'll get help. I promise." He goes, but, "I just need one more fix." Yeah. He goes, "If I'm going to do that, you have to do this for me first." So we see her, and she propositions two dock workers for sex. 10,000, which yeah. is 5,000 less than what the hooker who got murdered was offering sex for in an abandoned fucking junkyard. Well, they take her, and they you know are going to do it, and she changes her mind, but they don't care, and they rape her. And well, they, they want she was going to offer to do it do one, one at a time, yeah. one at a time, but then the guy decides they're going to backdoor her, uh-huh. which is what they were going to, yeah. the guy wanted to do. So they basically hold her down and make her do that, and that's why she... And all the while they're doing this and, and raping her, because this is just rape. Oh, they're straight up raping her. Like, they're, they're holding her down straight and up raping rape. her. Yeah. Uh, Fabio's just sitting there, pretty much, I think, jacking himself off. I mean, not physically, but like yeah. like spiritually, he's there yeah. working it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's going after it harder than that guy in the theater. Uh, after that kind of ends, uh, the detective is really wishing he could talk to those dock workers, but he wouldn't know where to find them. But the old man says he sees them every day, and tells him where he can find them. The detective finds the two, and he's. they said they recognized the couple, but they didn't want to say anything because they didn't want to get in trouble. The detective says, well, you're going to jail, no matter what, because I'm sending you to jail, but now, but first you're going to tell me what exactly happened. Yeah, well, they raped someone, yeah. so they should very much go to jail. Yeah, and so they tell that one of them forgot his cigarettes, and as he went back, he saw uh, Fabio was following her, telling her how much, you know, that how good that was, how great that was, and that she shouldn't be, she's overreacting, acting she stopped crying, and then he says he must have her. Uh, she, he tackles her down to the ground. He's, you know, trying to fuck her. He's trying to rape her, and she's saying, no, you're a pig. She grabs the shears that fallen out of her purse, and she proceeds to keep stabbing him in the stomach, calling him a bastard, you know. At first, I thought she stabbed him in the crotch when he was going Me for too. the rape. Yeah. But then when he flips over, it looks like it was, like, his abdomen just yeah, above. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. And yeah. she keeps stabbing him, and after that, she gets up, and she jumps into the water. When the minute she jumps in the water, Bruno sees this. He jumps in after her. He tries to get to her, and he gets her in shore, and she's already dead. Uh, I'm pretty sure he says he loves her, and then he holds the bloody shears and roll credits. Wow, that was a really quick review because uh, not a lot of clips or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, not but, a lot of fun clips, but we, we, there's but a really lot to talk about here. uplifting and joyous movie, though. Dude, If no. you're a sexual sadist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a fucking sociopath. Yeah, this is... <laughs> so I loved it. <laughs> no, I did. I really liked the movie. I mean, it's... it was a good movie. Yeah. It, it was a good twist at the end with yeah. it, with the psycho only killing three. And yeah, that, that Fabio... And then you're like oh fucking bruno finally yeah. went through it and maybe he didn't kill her here's what i thought at one point i'm like fabio or bruno killed fabio and she like found fabio's body and just jumped in the river to die because she loved him so much uh-huh. and then that's when bruno found her brought her back up and was like fuck and and i thought he was 
going to go down. But then that's what I originally thought. Uh-huh. And then after a little bit, I'm like, I bet she kills him. I bet, I'm like, I bet she finally snaps and has had enough of the way he treats her. She kills him. Then she goes to kill herself because in a fucked up way, she loves him so much and she can't come to terms with that. And then Bruno's going to be one to find him. Yeah, I knew that. And I pretty much guessed that after he rapes her in the ass. Yeah. Like right after he fucking anally rapes her, I was yeah. like, she's the one that murdered she's, him. She's going to be. out of the guilt and the confusion and just basically the victim yeah. hood that she is suffering from at this point. She, she killed herself afterwards and she drowned. And the reason he's with Bruno waking up in a cold sweat is he loved he pulled, her. Yeah, her. And he, I was pretty sure that he pulled her out of the water. You know what I mean? Because the stabbing that we see at the beginning isn't necessarily how it happens at the end. So I think that was his nightmare that we're seeing. Yeah. And I, it's only her there laying dead in the from the water. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's just kind of his interpretation of what he tried to figure out what was happening. Uh, the way that they piece the story together where you're following them along in the past and everything and then you yeah. kind of see everything that happens. It's really cool to figure out what's going on with their mystery because that's the real murder that's mystery. That's the real murder mystery. Right. And then the other part's just this. I love a good mystery that's that's has several layers to it. Right. Like several different crimes, but they're all converging onto one group of people. Oh boy, do I have a whole plethora of types of films for you. Yeah, really? Because I love those type this, of murder mysteries. This uh, film's title, Giallo in Venice. Uh-huh. Giallo is a type of murder mystery that is specific to Italy. That's where oh, okay. it started from. There are a bunch of yellow books. They were yellow covered books that were murder mysteries. They're well known for being perverse, um, having various types of characters in underworld situations, um, and like some kind of like perverted sex stuff layered on top of all of this. And then it'd be multiple murder mysteries and like more outrageous, more crazy murder mysteries and stuff like that. Some of the times in a Jallo, you know who the killer is the entire time. Other times, you have no fucking clue and it's like, yeah. well, who could the killer be? This is one of those weird um, kind of inversions of the Jallo genre in that you don't know who the killer is in one case and then you sort of know who the killer is by the end of it in the other one. Yeah. So, but the thing that you you got was that like quick reversal where the person that you thought may have killed them at the beginning, he's revealed to be the killer when he kills the next group of people. But then you don't know why he's the killer. So sometimes with the Giallo, the reasons why the killings are happening are the thing that's the mystery that you have to figure out. Yeah. And then sometimes who the killer is, it's just... It oh, I fucking love that. Yeah, but these this specifically yeah. is a really good touchstone because they don't get much sleazier than this, but Jallos can get sleazier than this. Yeah. They don't get much more crazy violent than this, but they can get more crazy violent than this. <laughs> and they don't get much more crazy ridiculous... No, they get much more crazy ridiculous than this. Uh, there's some plenty really crazy ridiculous Jallos, so if you dug this and you actually kind of enjoyed it despite all the other like horrendous shit that was going on... Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. Oh, well, I'll start adding some more Jallos to the list then. Cause Sounds I, good. I always thought the Jallo would be the thing where you're like, oh, snore. No, man. I, I'm i for a good murder mystery, man. And then right. if you're going to add in smut and yeah. some fucking outlandish shit, more the better. My buddy Desmond is doing Jallo all this month on wow. his show. Nice. So we're probably going to have to wait a little while. This was just already on yeah. the docket. because We'll just wait a little. Yeah. I'm, that's fine. But um, The interesting thing about, just back to this movie, Jallo in Venice, the unrated version of this, all the completely uncut version of this somehow a print of it was found somewhere like in somebody's fucking attic oh really like somewhere in somebody's attic like um not too long ago like 2014 i think nice like somewhere around there i can't remember exactly what it was so they restored it they got it all done ready to go and now it's being released on blu-ray in various places this was pretty much a lost film the uncut version of it was completely lost pretty much i saw one portion of this film in like sort of like a highlight clip reel for not 
necessarily a tape trader, but like a gray market dealer. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. Okay. If you can't legally buy something here in the United States because it's never been released, yeah, but it got released somewhere else and that person purchases it and then sells copies here. Yeah. Okay. It's technically a copyright infringement and it's technically illegal. But because they're not allowed, like they're not here for purchase through any like normal legal means, means, legal means. So it's the black market. It's a gray market. It's a gray market, right? I got you. So a gray market dealer had this film, and I don't know if they had the uncut version of it or not. But they always included like a sizzle reel thing, and I used to buy from this particular. They're they're gone now, so I can say it. Cinema Day Bazaar, is the name of it, and they used a portion of this film um, in like a trailer for their stuff, like to kind of show all the rarities Uh that they had. And the portion that they used is the part where the chicks tied up on the table oh, and yeah. he's looking at the knife and then he looks down at her and that shot got stuck in my head. Oh, yeah. And I have been looking for this film because I wanted to see what was about to happen next. <laughs> Where he's looking at the knives and then he looks down at her. That's yeah. all I saw. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what happens next was holy fuck what happens <laughs> next. You know, the salt of the leg. Yeah. So like I was looking for this movie for like fucking ever and it did not disappoint. No. Um. So basically anytime I could find anything that looked like it was a killer with mirrored sunglasses. Yeah, you were buying it. I, I was buying it. I'm like, is it this film? And no. Is it this film? And no. no. And then uh, Ronin Flicks is the people who released that over, or not Ronin Flicks. Ronin Flicks is the, Scorpion Releasing is the ones who released the Blu-ray that I bought that we watched the copy of. So when they released Yellow in Venice, I started like reading through what was happening and then they had a couple of screenshots. One of the screenshots was the guy with the sunglasses holding the knife. Uh, and I'm like, holy fuck, that's it. So I ordered it. Nice. And now we're doing it today. Now we did it. Yeah. And uh, the film did not disappoint. All no. the shit I had built up in my head of what horrible things he was about to do with those yeah. weird glasses on. Had nothing to do with cutting off her leg. No, but like it was so much worse than what I was picturing in my head. Yeah, <laughs> that's always a plus. And on, on the bonus, before that even happens, a woman gets fucking stabbed to death in the vagina. Yeah. Like it's so horrible. It is. It's so fucking awful. Yeah. I love this movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> so it's classic. fucking horrifying. Yeah, but this is really fucking brutal. Um, this is not for everybody. No. I would, I would say that like if Matt describing how the sound effects made him a little queasy makes you kind of question then maybe stay away otherwise it's worth a watch for people like me that are sick and twisted yeah i mean i and you know what it was it was good enough that you know it stopped in plenty enough time it was just it was enough there to make me go oh man but uh the story itself and the you know the murder mystery part i i'm a sucker for murder mystery so or just mysteries in general so that that's enough to get me powered so if you're a fan of that then watch it yeah but sorry also, we just ruined it for you but yeah but also be warned. <laughs> yeah, but also be warned. You're going to have to stomach some of that shit. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think the mystery part of it, I mean, you'll you'll get to see how they set it up and how they do it all along. I, I had it figured out by the first time the anal rape happened. Like, the, yeah. that anal rape happened, I had it pretty much figured out. Yeah, I was under the impression when he started letting a dude touch her, and I didn't know that she'd be the one to kill him, but I knew something was going to happen between just those two when he was letting another dude touch her while he was jerking, while they were jerking off. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, what the fuck? Especially when she was definitely not into it. But yeah, and she has like that look. Her, yeah. yeah. Well, since you brought that up and we're feeling even darker, uh, Lady's Light gets sawed off to her death. She passes out in pain and then he slaps her awake and continues. Yeah. Yay! Yay! Fuck. Happy Joy Joy. Uh, all right, so we're going to play a promo for a podcast that fits some of the darker, more sexual tones, but it's all about consent on that podcast, though. Yeah. When we come back, we'll have a little bit of music befitting of Giallo in Venice, and we'll have some PSYOP news. Dom's and so 
subs, masters, mistresses, and slaves, owners and pets, daddies, mommies, and littles, primals and prey, switches, heathens, kinksters, and deviants. Welcome to Legion After Dark. Legion After Dark is a movie review podcast with a kinky twist. I'm your host, Lady M, and every episode I'll be reviewing a movie with a BDSM or kink theme. I'll also be talking about books, sex toys, bondage equipment, all the fun things that make life grand. I'll be featuring a different kink each episode, and I'll even give you a song to scene to. So join us on Legion After Dark. Coming soon to Legion Podcast Network. That's practically my theme song. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. The one thing that I'm definitely all about, though, is enthusiastic consent with my perversion. That's right. I never want to force anyone to do the sort of thing that they don't want to do unless their kink is to be forced to do the sort of things that they don't want to do, in which case we'll have a safe word. All right. You know what should probably have a safe word, though, Matt? What's that? Give me some sign-off This uh, this is one I found here from the Riverfront Times. Meth-addled carjacker kidnaps man and goat from Missouri porn store. Yeah, somebody posted that in our group. Did they? I yeah. didn't see I it. Can't remember I, I found this one on my own. Yeah, but somebody did post that in the group, so Matt's trying to take credit for your hard work. How dare you? I'm just uh, saying. In what is surely an early contender for most Mad Libs uh, crime of the 2020s, a meth-addled Oklahoma carjacker is in custody after abducting a man and his pet goat from outside a porn store store in Missouri this week. What I want to know is, is the pet goat just already in the vehicle and the guy left the goat in the vehicle to go porn shopping? We're going to find out. I'm curious. All right. The Kansas City Star reports that the incident happened in the early hours of New Year's Day when two men and a goat traveling by pickup parked outside of an adult video store in Carthage, Missouri. That's my <laughs> fetish. At a, a, about four hours southwest of St. Louis. They run around lawless down there. Well, they do. They, Missouri runs around lawless, man. 
Uh, my flag only has 49 stars. I'll be dead and gone before I recognize Missouri. Old cops are bumbling dummies. One of the men went inside the store while the goat and its odor slept in the truck. When that... <laughs> slept. <laughs> when that man awoke, according to KOTV in Tulsa, he found that a carjacker had stolen the vehicle and was pointing a gun at his head. And I'm going to fuck it to death. Pointing at the goat. Brandon Kirby, 40, then allegedly drove the truck through three states, Missouri, Kansas, and Oklahoma. It's going to cost you some serious cock. While doing meth and pistol whipping his frightened passenger. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> According to police, Kirby eventually let the man and the goat out of the truck. Ooh, is and, that me getting a metal rod shoved up my rectum? In Creek County, Oklahoma, where the man promptly called 911. This is like traces of death fucked a porno. Police were able to contact the truck's OnStar service to track the vehicle and slow it down to about 15 miles per hour. Your silicone penis budget is out of control. Then they subsequently used stop sticks to puncture the truck's tires in Sand Springs, Oklahoma. Old cops are bumbling dummies. After a trooper rammed the vehicle into a ditch, Kirby reportedly fled the truck on foot. You can't pay your bail? Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. Police say he dropped a mask and a gun while he was running, which they recovered. Kirby was found hiding in some tall grass near drainage ditch. After a brief brief pursuit on foot, Kirby was charged with kidnapping, pointing firearms, and felony possession of a firearm, according to the Kansas City Star. They report that Kirby had recently been released from prison and was wanted in Osage County for second-degree second burglary. Uh, so, uh, it's a quote, Okay, 2020, it only took you four and a half hours to get weird, stated Sand Springs Police Department on Facebook. Let's slow down the carjacking, goat-napping call for the remainder of the year, please. End quote. Not stop, just slow down. No word on status of that poor goat. I mean, I hope the goat's okay. I, I'm sure it's fine. I mean, watching your owner get pistol whipped is really rough on a goat. I mean, can you imagine being a dude who just passes out in a truck with your goat and you're in Missouri? You wake up and you're in Oklahoma. What was he pistol whipped. What was he trying to do with that goat in the back? And I'm I don't going know. to fuck it to death. I mean, probably. And I'm I going mean, to fuck it to death. But he's just like, hey guys, listen, you guys just take a nap in the back seat. We need to stop at a port shop clip that's gotta be a clip <laughs> uh, let's do another one all right another one that our friends and uh neighbors in the group posted that you will take credit for again i'm sure uh this is just another one i found i don't think it was posted but i've, I've got it anyway uh, uh this is from the huffington post retiring english teacher fined for repeated park pooping somebody did post that too. did they fuck <laughs> our listeners are doing a better job than you well i'm finding them too <laughs> asshole mm-hmm. shut up sure you're fine them. Jeffrey S. Churchwell told a Wisconsin Sheriff's deputy that he let his thrill-seeking, self-indulgent pride and ego both get the best of me. I have the most confused direction right now. A Wisconsin man who was cited for regularly defecating a public park over a period of two years admitted that his excuse for doing so was pretty crappy. My asshole actually sweat. Boo, Huffington Post. <laughs> Boo. Jeffrey S. Churchwell of Elkhorn told police that he publicly defecated up to several times per day at Natureland Park in Whitewater. And on your rectal passage. Or exiting. Yes. As a result, the 60-year-old suspect was cited for disorderly conduct and agreed to pay a $365 fine plus $5,705 to the county public works department's 
to reimburse them for stains he left behind. Old cops are bumbling dummies. Walworth County Sheriff's first got wind of Churchwell's movements on October 8th. <laughs> movements? <laughs> Boo, Huffington Post. Boo. Uh, on October 8th, after a worker at the Walworth County Highway Shop complained about the poop and used toilet paper left near a park building. So he's just like dropping shit he's on pavement ju- and everything? It, it wiping too, apparently, so he didn't itch and then just dropping the toilet paper. Wow. Yeah. The worker showed deputies trail camera photos of a man later identified as Churchwell answering nature's call in the middle of nature. That was just dumb. Uh, yes. The Poorly pictures written. showed Churchwell's car and partial plate number, which gave a deputy a reason to pull over the pooping perp as he was driving into the park, according to the Associated Press. At first, Churchwell, a high school English teacher who is officially retiring later this month. <laughs> so, I mean, Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> uh, told the officer who pulled him over that he didn't know why he was being stopped. But after deputies asked him if he'd like to see pictures of why he was being pulled over, Churchwell allegedly hung his head and said, going to the bathroom. At first, Churchwell reportedly told police he had been pooping at the park since the summer, but later admitted he had been dropping deuces for more than a year. According to a police report obtained by GazetteExtra.com, Churchwell said stupidity was the reason for the public poops, but he also admitted he did it both for convenience and to be disrespectful. Yeah, did something happen to him at this park that he's so disrespectful to it? I have no idea. Churchwell later sent an apology email to the deputy who arrested him and said he realized he had made a mistake. He quoted as saying that he was so disappointed in himself and that he has a great opportunity to teach political rhetoric in this class. Uh, He stresses the importance of involved citizenship and that that he was being a lousy citizen of Walworth County. His hypocrisy now sickens him. So there you go. It continued as well as after really thinking about why he did what he did, he came to the conclusion that he allowed his thrill-seeking self-indulgent pride and ego both get the best of him. For that, he stated he was truly ashamed if the thousands of students who, for some reason, respected him and his efforts here uh, were to discover this law, well, that wouldn't be good either. Uh, <laughs> okay, the guy's full of it. The Milton <laughs> School District Board of Education approved Churchwell's retirement on December 18th after a closed session to consider a staff employment slash retirement issue. He had worked for the district since August 1999, or August 1990. Sorry. Yeah, but still, I mean, the guy got busted. That's probably the only reason that he stopped. He got off on the idea of leaving shit for somebody else to have to clean up. Like, he got off on this. This was like his... That was his fetish. That was his fetish. Yeah. That's my fetish. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's also your fetish. Poop in random places? Pooping in public random places nah, to I force gotta, other people to clean it up. I, I'd have a, I have a bashful colon. You can really only do it at home. <laughs> and, unless, like, you know, something really hits. The colon. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. I'm just being honest here. All right. This is a really short episode. We need another story. We need another story. I got one. Oh, <laughs> queued up here, ready to go. I knew this would be short, so I had a couple new stories ready to go in the hole. Yeah, it's all rape and murder. There's not a lot of story in this film. I know. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's hard one. Police. Kentucky woman used her dog's urine in drug test in Pineville, Kentucky. A woman. <laughs> of course, it's the South. A, I spilled pee all over the place, but I cleaned it up. I don't know what they got a problem with. A woman is facing charges after police said she tried to use dog urine to pass a drug test during a probation visit. Shooting a fucking hot load all over this dog. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Fancy Mark gives us the best fucking quotes. He does. He uh, really does. The Pineville Police Department said Julie Miller of RJ, uh, Kentucky, sneaked a sample of her dog's urine into the Bell County Probation and Parole Office. My love of dead kids. Whoa. Uh, a responding officer said Miller confessed to bringing the sample because she had recently used methamphetamines in Subbuonks. What? S-U-B-O-X-O-N-E. Subbox one? I don't know. I don't know either. Officers arrested Miller for one charge of tampering with physical evidence and later issued an additional charge of trafficking a controlled substance. That wasn't a long one. Okay. I get what she's trying to get away with here, but like you can't fool a drug test with animal pee for no. humans. There's You'd have to buy that pee online. I mean, yes, that exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we really want to make our listeners hip to how to get past drug tests. You can buy pee online and then you just strap it to your inner thigh. Well, you don't have to buy like actual pee online. You don't have to like buy it from a person. You can get the stuff that they use to calibrate the machines. Yeah. That has the right stuff that makes those machines read the stuff and then you'll pass as a clean drug test. Yeah. It's real easy to get your hands on. Yeah. If you really want to have that. If you really need it. Yeah. Then if your job throws you a curveball and says we need a strand of your hair, well, you're just fucked anyway. (laughs) What you should opt for is the uh, swab on the inside of your cheek. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is that what easy easier to get away with there uh depending upon what it is that you're doing yeah but, but like some of the narcotic stuff shows up there more i think as well nah. yeah but you know there's there's ways to beat drug tests either way i mean there's even shampoos for the hair stuff that's true as far as i know yeah i've never actually had to buy any of it god bless the internet sometimes yeah. the only reason i know about the the synthetic pee is because you bought it to get your new job <laughs> i wish man no man i've actually been living clean for fucking months now to do this liar liar no lies. I literally am telling you the truth for once. You're still the one that told me about that website. Which, I knew nothing about it until you. Oh, the the urine website? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that's a lie. Well, I wasn't buying it for drug tests. I was buying it to have safe urine to be able to use in my rituals. Okay, well, that's, I believe. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that I believe as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one more story and let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Man, man impersonating officer pulls over van full of cops. Old cops are bumbling dummies. But this guy's even more bumbling. This is Hicksville, New York. According to the Nassau County Police Department, a Hicksville man was arrested for criminal impersonation last week on August 16th. Well, this is an old story. This is back from August 2019. Uh, Detectives say that the uh, 25-year-old Valerie Portlock of of Gerald Avenue was traveling on Hicksville Road in a black Nissan Sentra. You can't pay your bail? Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. When he activated his hair horn and emergency lights built on his car and attempted to pull over a van. Turns out that the van was occupied by Nassau County Electronic Squad detectives. You want to do a little ass play? What they asked him and he said no and they said we don't care. Yeah. The detectives, while stopped in traffic, identified themselves and then approached Portlock's vehicle. And earned your rectal passage. Portlock fled the scene, swerved into oncoming traffic, and refused to stop. If you want a fear boner, he continued to drive at a high rate of speed onto Long Island Expressway. This is like Tracy is a death fucked to porno. Uh, highway patrol officers were notified and spotted Portlock initiating a traffic stop. Uh, traffic stop. Portlock was placed under arrest without incident. He is charged with first degree criminal impersonation, second degree reckless endangerment, and law- unlawful fleeing from a police officer, along with multiple VTL violations. Old cops are bumbling dummies. That or they just had a bukkake.
Rocky Mouth Party. So, yeah, don't go up to... You gotta be careful who you impersonate cops with. I'm taking another dick. And earn your rectal passage. Oh, those two fit together really well. Yeah, right? I'm taking another dick. And earn your rectal passage. What, what was his point of going up to a group full of dudes to say he was a cop for? Um, uh, Power tripping? Must be. Who knows? Maybe you always wanted to be a cop and he's like, I'll never get to be one. He's one of those guys that used to have the thin blue line shirt. Yeah. And was like always posting like total bootlicker memes uh-huh. like, you know, support our troops. Blue lives matter. Blue lives matter. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. You know, everybody dislikes cops until they need one and then they realize <laughs> blah, 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 valuable service. But then, you know, he's also the same asshole who's like, I'm going to stockpile all my guns because cops don't help you. <laughs> yeah, but they are also, you know, there to help you. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that that's the hypocrisy of the people who usually stockpile guns. They have the thin blue line hat, and they go, fucking man, thank God for our police officers, but I have a lot of guns because cops don't ever show up. It's like, dude. <laughs> I'd got a whole bunch of clips there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, I'm happy we're going to close the show now. <laughs> Take our final break here. We'll play the Ending Legion promo ad. We'll have a little bit more music befitting of Giallo in Venice, and when we come back, we'll close out this fucking weird-ass show. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Mean Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick Six Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. Give it to me, will you take the pain? I will give 
So the song Strange Love from Depeche Mode here that we're currently listening to, and I'm enjoying way too goddamn yeah, much. That was right? a nice song, man. Yeah, I dig Depeche Mode. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me for digging Depeche Mode. There's No one should think anything about you for liking music. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, they shouldn't. Okay, so there was a documentary, I believe it was called Hell's Bells. Have you ever heard of that or seen it like in your experience with church that you had to... No. All right, so it's The Dangers of Rock and Roll, Hell's Bells. Okay. There was a big portion of this that they focused in on this song, Strange Love, from Depeche Mode. Oh, really? Yeah, and there was the thing that they were talking about where a reviewer was talking about, like, if you listen to the song once or twice, you'll have a deeper understanding of sadomasochistic indulgences or something like that. Wow. And then they said, if you listen to the song more than that, you may start to indulge it in yourself or something like that. Oh, God, yeah. Where it would, like, a, a like a, a critic said that. So this documentary took that and, like, made that as, like, a warning that you should under no circumstances ever listen to any Depeche Mode because it'll thwart you and turn you into a pervert. So what yeah. did I immediately go out and do right after I was forced to watch that documentary? You listened to a lot of Depeche Mode. I went out and found a lot of Depeche Mode and I've been and a I fan remember, ever since. Like, I don't know a lot about that because I didn't go to any religious schools. Uh, I didn't either. I was oh. just forced to a church. Oh, see, I didn't. Like, my church didn't even do that. <laughs> yeah, but I was I was forced to go to a Nazarene church, man. Yeah, I see. It's a That's lot all kinds of crazy. Catholics are just like, as long as you're putting money in the plate, we don't care. Well, yeah, and they guilt trip everybody about everything, too. It, it, Jesus will forgive you. As long as you keep putting money in that fucking plate. Well, there's another thing that'll make Jesus forgive you, Matt. Do you What's know what that? that is? You have to get to our landing and or launching page. Oh, well, yeah. Legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops, and Jesus will automatically forgive you just by being in that page. Really? Not everything, but like minor stuff. Minor stuff. Like, you know, like the traffic infractions of sins. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. the venial stuff, not the... You got uh, HPV? He'll forgive <laughs> you for that. <laughs> I mean, my HPV will cure what else you <laughs> If you want to find out more about how that works, you can go to our Facebook group, Cinema Psyops, and we'll discuss it there, but be careful. Don't get zucked. And thanks for the meme. I think... Uh, yeah, I saw... Was it, was it Mystique that me? that? Uh, I, I forget who made that. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, yeah. but thank you whoever made that Zook meme. That was fucking hilarious. I'm on Facebook where you can at me for not calling you out and uh, giving you the proper credit for that meme. I'm Court Psyops. Matt is on Facebook and is actually participating here and there as Matt Psyop. Yes. You can email feedback to Matt, psyopmatt at gmail.com and uh, let him know that he's doing an excellent job of reviewing, except he keeps missing important stuff because he's trying to get to the punchline. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, not really. That would say that I was trying to get not to the punchline, but to the leg being cut off, man. It was just I was racing to the cool part. Yeah, but you got to build up with the anticipation. All right, I'm sorry. You okay? got to get the foreplay of the grower scenes. <laughs> well, I'm of course. I don't do foreplay. Flip. <laughs> you can email feedback to court, cinemasyopscourt at gmail.com, and let them know how good he was at doing foreplay for court scenes. <laughs> there you go. But not in real life. <laughs> you can twit a couple of tweets to a couple of twats who apparently aren't any good at foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> on the hate-filled shit fest that is Twitter, I'm at court underscore psyop, and he is at psyop Matt. I am at the gram of Insta, where I will show you all sorts of photos of things that prove I know a little bit more about foreplay than Matt. Just cinema, a cinema underscore psyops, and I'm not even going to mention the flick chat group code anymore because I think we're pretty much done there. Yeah. If anybody's actually fucking using it, let me know. Otherwise, I'm just going to stop, and I might even just delete it off of my show housekeeping because you know nobody, nobody really cares. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. The Facebook page is the main spot, man. Well, That's where all the fucking demented shit is. You, you failed miserably at it last week. Let's see if you can do it Do it this week. Well, oh. Segway. Yeah, segway. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, alright, alright, alright. Here we go. Alright, alright, here we go. So, yeah, all the messed up shit is on our Facebook page anyway, so you want to abandon flip, uh, flip chat. But don't abandon kicking the fuck out of this week, making it your bitch. Maybe I need to abandon my co-host and kick the fuck out of this week and make it my bitch. Give me a lesson,
week ago, I was like, yeah, World War Three, ha ha, joke, joke, ha ha ha, yeah, Trump's a bad president, because he fucking is, and then we leave, and then a week later, we come back, holy fuck, he took us serious, <laughs> we're, we, you fucking orange cheetah, we were fucking, we were fucking around, man, <laughs> like he listens to this fucking show, I know, oh, I, you know what, I just think he has the NSA listening for any time the word Trump is said, and then he does listen to it, that's the kind of egomaniac he is, maybe, <laughs> but that would take time out of his golf and mass genocide and or war crimes. Yeah, well, I'm sure he's all pissed off because it's only an 80 million bounty on his head from the <laughs> Iranian government. Uh, what did, this is not the psychosomatic fucking podcast. <laughs> It is evidence right now in a murder. Yeah, but he doesn't need to look at every single slide. You never know what you might find. Okay, so is that why Danny Glover's character watches the porno that his uh, friend's daughter was in to the end and passes out doing it till the next morning? I mean, he is getting too old for this shit, but sometimes you gotta do something. I mean... <laughs> it's his friend's daughter who was a murder victim that kicked off everything in Lethal Weapon and he watches that porn the whole way through. He has to. Sure he does. He has to see what's going on. Like right there, just rubbing that fully circumcised, like cut all the way down. <laughs> no fucking foreskin, just like red fucking rocket cock. Clips. All of it. I don't fucking care. That's what it was. Damn. And while he's fucking working the thing, I'm going, all right, looks like nature blessed me a little more than I thought. Yeah, yeah right. I was, like, I was like, I'm feeling real good about myself, movie. I was like, somebody had some stage fright when the director said action because yikes. And I don't know if it was necessarily stage fright because it looked like it was quote unquote tumescent. Oh, yeah. It just looked like it wasn't that impressive. Oh, man. That's a sad look. <laughs> Yeah, a whole full-fledged red rocket, completely cut, like no foreskin at all, it, it just, and just tiny, mm, just yeah. super tiny. Sorry about that, big guy. Yeah, I feel bad for you, dude, but it was yeah. micro penis time. Yes, it for was that poor guy. Yeah, I don't want to say micro. It was um, it wasn't micro. Below average. Yeah, or, yeah. or is that average? Maybe I'm just above. I don't know. <laughs> but I sat there and I, I tried. I to, still think that's below average. I tried to figure out the measurement, you know, of like, <laughs> like, really like comparing. Yeah, give me a tape measure. <laughs> Honey, give me a tape measure. Why? Don't ask questions right now. This is important. But I watched this on my projector, but even on my projector when I was seeing that scene, I'm like, yeah, um, I'm feeling pretty good about myself <laughs> Jesus, right now. Jesus, dude, you're at a projector on high def and... <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it's, you know, it's a, it's a big screen, tiny dick. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I hope this actor's not alive. That, well, if he is, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> he was brave enough to jerk it on screen, so more power like, to and you. you Give me some psyop news. It's banana, by the way, the safe word. Oh, give me one second. 1,001. There's this one damn story I wanted to use here. The safe word is banana. Banana. Well, I figured. It's always banana. No, sometimes it's uh, cheesecake. Super califragilistic. <laughs> Can't try and say that with a ball gag. In. <laughs> Remember? Uh, did you ever see Euro Trip? Like a long time ago. Yeah. But they, he gets into this brothel and he goes, don't worry, there's a, there's a safe word. And it's like an entire sheet long word. He's like, I don't even know how to say that. And they leave the room and he just pretty much gets really bad things happen to him. Uh, damn it. Is your trip the one with the Scotty doesn't know? Yes. Okay. That is a funny fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the best Matt Damon role ever. <laughs> just, it's just so surprising when you say that. You're like, Holy shit. You may have to abandon ship on this fucking thing or I'll have to pause it. Uh, pause it real quick for me, please. Three, two, one, fuck off.